With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, we got a lot to get to, including tonight's Thursday night football game. Uh, an NFC North showdown. Uh, Steelers versus the Browns. Guy who started at quarterback for the Browns in this rivalry is Brand Whedon. He'll join us a little bit later on this hour. Todd Bowles, um, you'll hear from him. He's the head coach of the Tampa Buccaneers. And we'll get his take on why Tom Brady was throwing footballs when yesterday was supposed to be his off day. Uh, we got the Emi Udoka situation. 
Uh, who else do we got? Daniel Jeremiah is joining us today. D- did you hear Cole Beasley slid into Tom Brady's DMs? And um, not only lived to tell about it, but also now got a job out of uh, out of it. So that that's interesting stuff. You know, I have said this about Brady, and I don't know um, how many others have said as much. But I think it's fascinating what's happened to Tom Brady in terms of his personal turnaround in, um, in our minds in terms of what kind of guy he is. If you think back, and it's really hard to think back five, ten years ago. But just think back five years ago at what you thought of Tom Brady. Ten years ago, what you thought of Tom Brady. You know, ten years ago, the, the, the Patriots weren't on that last run of <coughs> getting to Super Bowls, winning Super Bowls. But ten years ago, he was still Tom Brady, you know, married to a supermodel, seen as arrogant, seen as a guy who is linked to the cheaters that are the Patriots. And up until maybe his last year and even at his last year with the Patriots wasn't beloved. Now fast forward a couple years later, two and a half seasons later and Tom Brady's, he's still um, a megastar. He's now considered the goat, but he's also a little bit more human from deciding where you're going to move to letting a light shine into his personal life and his Facebook shows to his Twitter, to getting drunk at the victory parade, to retiring, then coming back to his wife, wanting to be home more saying he was disconnected and now working on his off day. Tom Brady is, he's not an every guy, but he feels a lot more like an every guy. The opposite I feel like has happened for Russell Wilson. Go back a couple years ago, Russell Wilson beloved. And, and I don't, you don't have to ask me. I mean, Dan Byer has been a steel, a, a, a Seahawk fan for 20 plus years and even hearing Dan Beyer talk about a guy who used to be his quarterback and kind of snickering at how cheesy some of the stuff is. He was always fairly cheesy, but now it's just being recognized as such. And now he's being poked and prodded and picked apart. I heard this, this was uh, Richard Sherman has a new podcast on the volume sports network. He said this on his podcast along with KJ Wright. He was not held to the same accountability as the rest of us. That's just that's just facts. When you got 52 guys being held to a certain standard, you got one guy not being held to the standard, then it's going to cause some friction. After a while, it had to get to the point where he chose Russ or the defense. And after the, the, the Super Bowl loss, he kind of made it pretty clear who he was choosing. And that's what happens when they when they made that decision. They put that pressure on it. They, hey, well, we chose the quarterback. We didn't choose the Legion of Boom. We didn't choose the the great defense. We chose the quarterback. So now it's on the quarterback to make this thing work. And when it didn't work, I think it was it was pressure on all sides. And then you saw the breakup. So when you talk about who won the breakup between Russ and Coach Carroll, it's clearly Coach Carroll. He got got the win. He got the city on his back. He got the former players coming to the game, raising the flag, and then the you know city, and then it's just Russ. It's really amazing on what's been exposed about Russell Wilson. Cause I feel like I said this for a long time. He felt, he felt a little plastic. He felt a little Teflon. He felt a little too prepared. His answer is a little too perfect. And you know, one thing we've learned in all these sports stories, anytime you think some, something's too good to be true, generally it is. But I feel like uh, Russell Wilson 
in terms of his persona and the perception of who he is, has done a 180 since he left Seattle. Maybe since, you know, he had the trade request that wasn't a trade request and he happened to throw out a couple of teams he'd be interested in. Byron, let me ask you, you're a lifelong Seahawks fan, essentially. Um, if you If you were to really dig deep into your feelings and say, three years ago, I felt this way about Russell Wilson. What would it be? Well, I mean, I he was their starting quarterback. Um, I, I was concerned about at some point you're going to get older and you're not going to be able to run around as much anymore. Um, I never thought that he would <clears> – <throat> I didn't think that it would end like this. Um, I thought at some point they'd just figure out a way to make it work, get on the same page, and that he would be their, their quarterback – and we have had Adam Kaplan, you know, friend of the show on a bunch. He comes on our Sunday show, and he said for the last year plus that, like, Russell Wilson is not going to be, you know, a Seahawk for life. And I – it was – honestly, it was something that I just thought would never happen until I actually saw it. You can put up with that stuff when they're, you know, winning football games and he's throwing touchdown passes. But, yeah, now this this whole persona is just viewed completely different when he's in a different uniform. Yeah, yeah. I mean – it's given people the chance to speak freely, and then he's had some of his own missteps. And it's it's funny the exact yeah. same things that he's doing now. I, the the you know runner pass thing. I don't know if he did that when he's in Seattle, but most of these exact same things had when he did it in the Seahawks uniform. It was bluff. Now he's in a Broncos uniform. It's like, God, that's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. We see this in WWE, right? The heel turn. Remember when Hulk Hogan was good? Then Hulk Hogan was bad. That's the heel turn. Yeah, but that's entertainment. In sports, the heel turn is really interesting for a guy like Russell Wilson, who there was no off the field incident. Right? There was really no on the field incident. It was how he was perceived and how his teammates perceived him as well. That there appears to be real, honest hatred towards him. Jay Stu, what's your read on it? That's exactly what my read is. I think that even in our industry, right? I mean, I, you've left places, I've left places. Um, it's it's odd how people at the former place have things to say about you after you've left. Oh, they always talk trash. Always. always. And I think this is one of those things where as soon as Russell's out of Seattle, then everyone could, could speak candidly. And um, it it seems like every other day we're getting a Russell Wilson story. So there, when there's smoke, there's fire. And... and I think it's it's all going to go back to what you I think you've been saying this whole time, which is there's just something off, there's something phony uh, about the guy, and that rubs teammates the wrong way. I think that's my read on this. Hmm. Can, I, Ramos, can I go ahead? Go I just want to add something to what Richard Sherman and KJ Wright were talking about. They were talking about the decision. Do you do you go with Russell Wilson or do you go with Legion of Boom? The decision they made was correct. Like, you look at what happened to the Legion of Boom. Cam Chancellor's career ended on a neck injury. Sherman had the Achilles injury, went to San Francisco, had some couple of good seasons, but, you know, was exposed in the Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. Look at what happened to Earl Thomas. I mean, they made the right decision. You know, so, like, like their hindsight of it, you know, are you going to pay the quarterback? Are you going to pay four other guys on defense? It just, like... They made the right decision. I just I don't know if that's the victory lap that they you know that they want to take because it was still 
the correct decision by the organization. I completely agree with you. I, I said this previously, and I mean, mean it. Whether you like the guy or don't like the guy, you know, you always take the quarterback over a couple other guys. You just do. So, um, you know, I just, I think it's, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of comical, right? I think it's kind of comical that they, like, they're like, yeah, you, you had to choose. Look, most teams, most teams treat the quarterback differently than the rest of the team. Most of them treat, but these guys were a great group and they, they were feeling themselves. Um, Jimmy Johnson has a great expression. I don't know if you guys have heard it. I treat every, how do you treat players? I treat them all the same, different because they're all. And I think I, I, my thing is, I don't think what Pete Carroll did in how he treated Russell Wilson had anything more to do with the fact that he felt like Russell Wilson, this is what he needed in order to be his best. He had to be treated slightly better than everybody else. Um, and given a little bit more leeway and having a little bit different rules. There's a lot of teams like that. What's ironic about it is we talked about Brady. And remember, during the breakup of Brady and Belichick, remember there were stories that uh, whether it was Brady and what he said one day with a Q&A or his wife talking about how he was treated inside the Patriots organization. You know, he was treated like just another guy. So on one hand, you got Brady saying, God, I, you know, they just treat me like I'm another guy. Here I am, Tom Brady. You got Russell Wilson saying the, you know, being Russell B. Wilson being treated better than everybody else. And you see what happens when you treat a guy better than everybody else. The natives aren't happy. It's a really interesting. Yeah. Yes. John Ronald. Doesn't this happen though? on a lot of teams, I mean, a lot of teams have their star players. Uh, uh, how about, the Clippers, right? I mean, doesn't Kawhi Leonard kind of and when he was with San Antonio uh, and, and other teams? I mean, the Lakers with Kobe Bryant. I mean, a lot of these players are coddled and they are they are put they are set set yes. aside, right? Set aside yes. from the rest of the team, and that's just the way it goes. Yes, the the, the difference is, I think, one the defensive group was very good, and you had some guys that felt like they were the best at their position. They should get some better treatment than others. Uh, it's also football too. It's also football. Football is just the numbers are different, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, do you, do you think if Richard Sherman was treated differently than the rest of the defense, do you think he would have complained? Of course not. Yeah, of course not. You know, like, Hey Richard, listen, you don't have to come in on Tuesdays. You're Richard Sherman. You're good. And then guys would be unhappy. So there's a lot about nothing, but there's something there where, He's viewed totally differently now. And this is even before he played the games. Now, even with the games, it just feels so cheesy and plasticky and so fake. And I, I always felt like I saw through it, but I was like, ah, maybe everybody seems to like and gravitate towards the guy. And now it's at best a 50-50 split in terms of good guy, bad guy, how you feel about Russell Wilson. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, we got Thursday night football that's going to kick off in uh, a little over two hours. Steelers without T.J. Watt. Browns without Deshaun Watson in the rain and in the wind. Um, but let's welcome in Daniel Jeremiah, who's not only an NFL analyst, co-host of the Move the Six podcast. Uh, you can also um, hear him call the Chargers games um, on our sister station here in Los Angeles and He's a proud alum of App State, Appalachian State. Um, okay, so here's my question. You had the first game where they scored 40 points in the fourth quarter, second game where they beat A&M on the road, or this last game where you win on a Hail Mary that that is, what, like five yards short of the end zone and somehow, which was the most exciting to watch? Oh, A&M. I mean, the, uh, the, the singular moment would be the Hail Mary um, you know, which was which was pretty awesome. But the to me, the the 
if you told me I could only have one of those, I'm taking the win over the number six team in the country on the road where you kind of physically dominated them. So that was that was a no-brainer. Although, I mean, to have game day up there and all the hoopla around that, and then uh, I received a text from a buddy in the league who was giving me a hard time and said, you guys are really going to take a dump on the dining room table. All this attention, you guys are going to lose to Troy. And then uh, and they pulled it out. So that was a relief. They found they found a way. Found a way. That's got to be really cool to watch your alma mater, alma mater do that. Uh, all right, let's let's start with the Chargers. That was a week ago today. Um, I, let, let's begin with the Gerald Everett play. You know, I, I, I get that he asked out of the game. I don't know why they chose to go tempo. Maybe because they thought they had a mismatch there. Um, but he can't. I know you're tired, but, dude, you can't stop running the route, right? Isn't that, isn't that his fault? Yeah, I mean, you you kind of spelled it out there. I mean, he, he I said it in real time when I was calling the game. Like he's he's exhausted, he's gassed, he's asking out. Like no, nope, they're gonna they want to sound like they kind of want to keep that same personnel out there, so they couldn't sub. But there's just man, I just don't know the benefits there of of trying to rush um, when you've got a, plenty of cracks at it to, to get that thing in. Uh, but it doesn't defend the, the fact that he's got to continue that route if you're going to be on the field. I mean. And maybe you puke after the play's over, but you can't stop in the middle of the route. It's, it's a, a bummer, too, because he actually had a very good game. He's a, he's a good player. He's off to a uh, great start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, especially that Parham, Parham over there, you know, as a, as a pass-catching guy and in, in, in a weapon in the red zone who obviously didn't play last, last week. I did, in watching that game, look, Mahomes did some amazing Mahomes stuff, and they won the game. I thought the Chargers were, were markedly better. Personnel wise, and I, I, I don't know. I, I just thought that it felt like the the better team didn't win. Um, I thought you know the 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 illegal hands call in the first half, the wiped out uh, wiped out an interception was a terrible call. Two plays later, the Chiefs scored. I, I thought the Chargers were better. Am I wrong? Well, I mean, look, it's a scoreboard world, so you know, Chiefs and their team and their fans are going to say that's it, scoreboard. That's all that matters, but. You know, when you watch that game and you see it could have been three or four interceptions in Mahomes that didn't happen. Either they were wiped out, negated by penalty, or they were flat-out dropped. Um, he still did, like you said, three, you know, two, three, four Mahomes-type plays that were just ridiculous. But the Chargers had their opportunities, and they didn't cash them in. And then, really, it comes down to it. I mean, that's a one-possession game, and you had one play that was a 14-point swing. You know, you go from throwing a touchdown to having it returned, you know, 98 yards the other way for a touchdown. I mean, that was that was a 14-point play that completely decided that football game. But I, I know you kind of leave that stadium assuming that everybody comes back healthy. And, you know, you sit there and go, okay, no Keenan Allen, no Parham. Uh, and uh, and this defense looks like it's it's got a chance to be pretty special. Um, yeah, you feel good about it even in a loss. All right, how what should we expect from Justin Herbert? with these cracked cartilage runs ribs? I don't know. I've never had that injury. Um, but I could just tell me, gosh, he was in so much pain um, on the field. I'm sure you, everybody can see it from the TV copy as well. Um, but nice to have kind of a mini buy um, just to kind of ease him up all throughout the uh, the weekend and, and through this week. And you hope you can go out there. And, man, it'd be nice if they could run the ball. They haven't run it very well. That's one thing that they've got to be better at. Um, if they could run the ball against Jacksonville and – take some of that pressure and take some of those hits off of him would be really big this week. What was the most impressive comeback in a weekend of comebacks? Man, there was a million of them. Um, I mean, I I was watching the Jets game uh, when that happened. That was crazy. I think the Miami game in terms of the overall whole quarter comeback was the most impressive. 
But in terms of just the last minute and a half, I mean, the the, the uh, Cleveland Browns screwed up a game as bad as you can screw up a game with a minute and 20 left. I mean, minute 20 left, you, uh, you've got a situation there where Corey Davis is uncovered. But all you have to do is just keep the ball in front, rally and tackle. They score a touchdown with, you know, 10, 10 seconds, 20 seconds left, no big deal. They're not really going to have enough time to get an onside and, and score another touchdown. But you give up a freebie uh, after Chubb, failed to go down after you missed an extra point. I mean, that was as bad as you could screw up the last two minutes of a game. The Ravens kind of did the same thing. I mean, no onside kick, but I mean, how do you, how do you not cover Tyreek Hill? Yeah, no, just no excuse for it. You know, busted coverages. Um, they've got some young players, some new players back there in the back end. Uh, and the communication was not good in that game. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, the one thing about, the Miami Dolphins, though, Doug, is that with that speed, they are going to be constantly putting pressure on you. And if you if you slip, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not five yard, ten yard mistakes. They're you know, they're points on the line. If you make a mistake against those guys, are you more of a believer in Tua after watching in that comeback? I'm I'm more of a believer than I've ever been that there are a handful of quarterbacks that are uh, situation proof. And the rest of them, you know, are going to sink or swim based off what's around them. You know, Bucky and I always talk about trucks and trailers, um, and it's not a knock. There's only a handful of trucks, but the, you know, Tua has shown he showed it in college, and now he's shown it in the NFL. If you want to put a bunch of race cars around him, he's going to he's going to perform really well. He's comfortable, um, and he can be very efficient. He's not somebody I think that's going to elevate the level of play of everybody around him. But again, there's only a handful of those guys out there, so. Uh, they've done a nice job as an organization of kind of building everything up around him so that he can be successful. Daniel Jeremiah joins us. Move the Sticks, of course, is the podcast. See him on the NFL Network. You hear him also call uh, the Charger games for the Chargers radio network. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so we look at the Denver Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson and the the lack of organization I, I guess I, I'm not supposed to ask two questions. So let's just start with one. Can that be fixed in season? I'm going to reserve judgment and give them four games, you know, give them four games and see if they can, you know, kind of get on the same page and see if Hackett can kind of grow into this role. Uh, I don't want to jump the gun on that one and, and issue a verdict. that hasn't looked good for two weeks. You used the word, you know, unorganized. That's what it's looked like. They're not on the same page. They're not managing games properly. Um, you know, I I think what they're going to figure out is what Seattle had figured out that you know they're at you're at your best with Russell Wilson when you can run the ball and uh, and your passing game is a complement to your run game, not a substitute. It's it's really interesting, right? Though he fought that, he fought yeah. that how they used him and turns and this is this is the argument for for I think. All coaches more to fans than to players. Like, look, do you not think we're trying to do what's in the best interest of everybody? Uh-huh. Like, right? Do you, do you think we wouldn't I, unleash him if, if we thought that was we were better off that way? I always tell I always tell parents, you know, when you have youth sports or you know high school sports, I should say, and they just you know all these parents, he's not playing this guy, he's not playing that guy, and I go, you know, I the next coach that I meet that doesn't want to win, that doesn't want to play what he thinks are the best players and is okay with losing so that he can get his way will be the first. They're trying to win, okay? They're not, they're not trying to be mean to you. They're not trying to steal your thunder. Um, they're not trying to keep you down. They're trying to do whatever they think is in the best interest to win football games. Um, and I always kind of cracks me up at any level of sport when that's the, uh, when that's the pushback. You might not agree with uh, sure. the philosophy, 
But sure. that's that's what they believe in their heart of hearts is the best way to win games. And Pete Carroll uh, felt that way for a long time in Seattle, and I think it'll just be a matter of time before Hackett gets there in Denver. He doesn't. He's not moving well. And I, now Collins said he looks, he looks a little he- heavy. I, I've heard he, he's he's very muscular in person. I got yeah. uh, that that he's it's it's that he's he's ripped, but he's muscular. But he does look thicker, and he does not. Mm-hmm. He's not running around and moving back there. No, no, and that's you know that was one of the things that just made him so magical. Was there was that sweet spot where you had he still had his athleticism, but then he had the knowledge and the experience to go along with that, and that's always the sweet spot for a quarterback when you have the knowledge to go along with enough youth in your legs to, to make things happen. And now I think you're at least seeing a little bit of slippage there with the legs. And, uh, you know, we'll see how this goes going forward. This is the wrong division to be in, though, uh, if you don't find your footing pretty quick. No no question. No no question. Uh, I, I do want This is Richard Sherman on his podcast, and he was talking about how Pete Carroll treated Russell Wilson as opposed to treating the defense. He was not held to the same accountability as the rest of us. That's just, that's just facts. When you got 52 guys being held to a certain standard, you got one guy not being held to the standard, then it's going to cause some friction. After a while, it had to get to the point where he chose Russ or the defense. And after the, the, the Super Bowl loss, he kind of made it pretty clear who he was choosing. And that's what happens when they, when they made that decision. They put that pressure on it. They, hey, well, we chose the quarterback. We didn't choose the Legion of Boom. We didn't choose the, the great defense. We chose the quarterback. So now – it's on the quarterback to make this thing work. And when it didn't work, I think it was it was pressure on all sides. And then you saw yeah. the breakup. So when you talk about who won the breakup between Russ and Coach Carroll, it's clearly Coach Carroll. He got got the win. He got the city on his back. He got the former players coming to the game, raising the flag, and then the you know, city, and it's, then it's just Russ. Yeah, I, I guess my, my thing, DJ, is um... – Aren't most quarterbacks? I, I know Brady was was one of the things that made New England work was they held him to the same standards as everybody else. There were some things that he got to do that others didn't. But aren't most quarterbacks treated a little bit with kid gloves? Well, I think it's you know when when quarterbacks have been established as the kind of reason why you win games, then you can get treated differently. Like it just goes back to what we just talked about: the trucks or trailers. That defense felt like they were the truck. They were the ones who were pulling along Russell Wilson to championships and, and to all the success that they had. And it, they, they were very frustrated with how he's treated. That's different than somebody like Aaron Rodgers, you know, Tom Brady, even though you talked about how he was treated in New England. If he was getting special treatment, which I think he is probably in, in Tampa, um, you're okay with those guys getting it because those guys are going to determine whether you're winning or losing. I think that, that that team and the way it was constructed in Seattle – you talk to a lot of those guys, they felt like that was a defensive team, not an offensive team. Um, and the fact that they felt like Russ was you know, getting a little different treatment there, they didn't think necessarily that he earned it. I don't know that they've said it just like that publicly, but you can infer that. Yeah, no no, no questions asked. Um, I, I, I want to get to San Francisco here. Okay, so obviously they, they kind of luck out in the bad luck of Trey Lance breaking his ankle and um, – but they luck out in that they have Jimmy G there. Considering how little he played in college and how little he's played in the pros, and I know it's only year three next year, and that's the most important year, but it feels like if this thing goes well, Jimmy's back, he's the guy. If it doesn't go well, then they're in the market looking for another quarterback. I think that the, I felt like, again, this is just me, the days of Trey Lance being handed the job, especially considering he wasn't great in the preseason, the, those days are over. Is that fair? 
he's played, I think, what, one season of football in the last, it'll be five years, I think, right? Um, that's impossible. I mean, that's, I don't want to say impossible, but that is a, that is a tall task to be able to get back up to speed and, and to play at a high level when you just haven't played football at all. Um, I feel terrible for him. I wanted to see. I, I was a believer in Trey Lance coming into the draft. I thought this year, yeah, I thought maybe he'd start out a little bit slow, but I thought he would get it going. Um, I still think he's really talented, but Doug, it's uh, it's the point now. If you're the organization, you can't rely on him. You a you don't know what you have, and b um, you know you've got a team that's ready to win right now. So I, I don't think you can go into next season, you know, relying solely on him being your starting quarterback. You don't even know what you got. A lot of people banging on uh, on the Green Bay Packers. I-, I feel like they look like a team that's dramatically transformed their style. They're a running team, running defensive team, and that's why I think you're you're seeing a different look and and maybe a, a lack of flash in what they're doing. Is is that an accurate depiction of what they're doing in Green Bay? Well, I think what they're doing is is trying to build a team that can do something in the postseason. You can run up all the stats you want in the regular season. You 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 got to have a team that's built for the postseason and built for your environment. So when you look at playing in Lambeau and uh, and be able to run the football into that weather, you got to be, be able, able to run it and play great defense. And the yeah. nice thing is, you know what? You get into the second round, and I'll just throw a random team out there. You end up playing New Orleans or something, and you find yourself in a dome on the road, and you find yourself in a shootout. Well, then okay, Aaron Aaron can put his cape on and go out there and. And, and do it. But to me, I think you want to major in kind of what they're doing right now. And then in, a, in case of emergency break glass, then you can have Aaron go out there and be Superman. Is Jalen Hurts as good as he looked the other night? Well, he's he's playing really well, and I think he's a great reminder of when you get somebody that has this combination uh, coming into the draft, you know, the things we could debate a lot of different things about his skill set, the things that you couldn't debate. Number one, he was incredibly smart, grew up in a coaching household. Uh, number two, he had an insatiable work ethic. I mean, he was, you know, everybody will tell you that about at Alabama um, and, and at Oklahoma. So you've got somebody that's incredibly football smart that has an unbelievable work ethic. And then when you just watched him play, he's one of the most competitive guys you'll see. So those are the guys you kind of bet on. And, yes, he's playing behind the best offensive line in the league. They've got weapons. They've built a really nice offense around him. I like that scheme um but guys like that they just they make it and they end up being successful you just bet on the person and you know his wiring if you want to use that phrase is as good as any dj awesome stuff man uh look forward to hearing the call of the jacksonville game i think they're a little better than people thought they would be and we'll see uh how justin herbert if he plays how he plays can't wait to hear the call of the chargers jags game thanks for joining us appreciate you bud see you man be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play what up Doug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the tirerack.com studios tirerack.com love you get there unmatched selection of fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be welcome in hope you're good um I would say we deal with all sorts of stories here, right? All sorts of stories. And in the weirdest stories, um, oftentimes the weird stories or the uncomfortable stories come from guys that are easy to cover. Like when, uh, was it Jose Canseco or was it his brother who got caught bringing back HGC or HCG, whatever? It's the it's the female reproductive drug that helps your um, restart your system, uh, helps your junk drop when you've been a steroid guy. And if you remember, he got caught bringing it back to the States from Mexico. Like that was a weird story, but easy to cover because the Canseco boys are, well, they're, it's low hanging fruit. But this one's different because I know Ime Yudoka a little bit, and everybody I know likes him, and he's coming off of an incredible first season as head coach of the Boston Celtics, one where to start the year, things weren't working out great, but by the end of the year, 
I mean, it would you would think it would take the 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 National Guard to get him out of that position. Or this. So last night, I don't know where you guys were. Where were you when you got when you heard this this Adrian Wojnarowski story, right? Where all of a sudden it pops up on your phone or somebody texted you or called you and and you look down your phone and you're like, "Wait, he could be suspended for a lengthy period of time and we don't know what it is?" And your mind starts wandering and racing and trying to figure stuff out. Jay Stu, last night you weren't at Iron Maiden. Where were you when you found when when you saw that story? Uh, I think I was on my couch. Now, um, first thing I thought was that he had punched the GM. He had done something because um, the, the the details are still pretty vague. But the the details last night were very vague that he had just violated some team rule. But I thought in order for a head coach to be considered uh, to for a long suspension, this this has to be serious. Well, it was a violation of organizational policies. So I thought, and, and he wasn't fired. So I thought, okay, it's, th- there's only really three possibilities, I thought. Okay, because it's organizational, it's not league-wide. It, well, there was no DUI, because there's DUI, there would have been a police report, right? So I, I thought, well, maybe he was drinking on the job, you know? I did think, okay, some sort of inappropriateness with the woman. And then the last one was, because it was organizational, I thought, well, maybe it's expense reports, right? Like, well, you went on a trip, and then you wrote a bunch of stuff off, and you had a great time, you know, and you just you went crazy with expense reports. That was my three thoughts. Byer, where were you when you heard, heard this news? Because I know you got a lot of stuff going on. You haven't even used your barbecue grill because you got the little <laughs> one, right? But yes. you know football game. So, um, uh, you know, wh- where were you when, you when you saw the story? I was at home, and I saw the tweet, and it was it – was- just so non-specific. It was actually a lot of, a lot of like you know, it was, it was so wordy, but it wasn't saying anything. And then there was a follow-up tweet that still didn't say what was going on. And then there was another tweet that sent you to a link to the story that had the same thing as the first two tweets. And then basically it was a Wikipedia rundown of Ime Udoka and the Boston Celtics. So, like, all of this is being pushed out, and then Shams comes in with the sledgehammer. This is what happened. And so, for that, you know, hour or whatever it was, yeah, I had a lot of things running. I'm like, did he did he tamper with a free agent? Um, you know, That would have been a league violation. Yeah, well, I'm just, yeah, but I'm just yeah, saying okay, at so, the time. So, take, take me through the, yeah. the bullet points of things you. Okay, <laughs> so, so you, you, thought, you, thought, you thought, okay, tamper with a free agent, what else? Yeah, uh, you know, maybe there was, you know, some sort of, uh, disagreement. Um, you know, maybe there's team rules that I don't know that that existed that were maybe pretty serious. Um, you know, didn't know if there was, you know, maybe a, you know maybe a legal issue that we didn't know about. You know, um, I just didn't know. You know, hmm. uh, Ramos, where were you when you heard the story? Can you give me a time? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I want to say, okay, I know, I, I know where I was until a certain time when I went into that thing. At, at but I remember uh, we put out a forty, so it's probably about eight o'clock. Eight so o'clock, it, okay. It was somewhere between seven thirty and eight o'clock West Coast time is when it came out. 
Okay. Is that about when you guys got it? Is that my 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 time? Yeah, I just right? remember Monty put out a breaking news. That's what I saw. I didn't see anything Twitter wise. I saw it come from our own department about yeah, it. Internal, internal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Suzanne and I were out. Uh, Suzanne wanted a, a a nightcap. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Like you want to go out to drink and have a little drink and kind of Love it. ease off the night. And uh, that's when I saw it there. And I actually talked to Suzanne about it because at that point it kind of we knew that it was some sort of consensual type stuff going on so i that talked must to have her. been a fun conversation well, John. <laughs> <laughs> well i was i mean she's a woman and so obviously you know we, we talked about you know is this right wrong i mean it's consensual that type of stuff so um anyway yeah okay so um and you know and of course most people i believe i believe know that Amy Yodoka was in a uh, relationship with Nia Long, right? Who he has a kid with. And um, she, her, what, what do you think her most famous role was? Uh, what was the movie, uh, Jay Stu, where um, they were stockbrokers, right? But they were like, they were, pe- it was like peddling penny stocks or whatever. Boiler Room. Uh, she was in Boiler Room. Oh, yeah, room, okay. She? Yeah. Yeah, she was solid in Boiler Room. So, um, Anyway, there's there's obviously layers to it, but you you had your antenna was up from Jump Street, right? Like, because our texts and our phone calls, you were like, mm, something about this story is off. You guys have a secret text chain that you don't include John we, and I in? Is that what's yeah, going on? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, we do have the group text thing. I don't remember if it was the individual text thing, and then there was a phone call this morning. Jay Stu, so your your mind's racing and thinking, and then when you saw it was an inappropriate relationship, you were you still weren't satisfied with that that story. No, because even that explanation is like, okay, um, this is a private matter that seems like something that could be handled internally. Um, there's got to be something deeper to this for them to consider a year suspension or whatever it was, or him even losing his job, like because the the details didn't quite match the long-term suspension how many times we've heard about people having inappropriate relationships at work this is, seems to be something that happens in every industry and and some some people lose their jobs over it some do not i think uh there's there's a reason behind the you know the, the guys that lose their job over it are ones who uh one the it, women feel like they were you know that it was um a quid pro quo right and that's not what's determined here, right? When the word consensual pops up in all of it, I just, this is a really weird and awkward one because obviously now his personal life is thrust into the, uh, into the headlines and whatever his relationship is with Nia Long is, is suddenly now going to be uh, front page news. Obviously like this is a weird week, right? Adam Levine thing came out was like yesterday, the day before where he admitted to inappropriate messages to a, Instagram model. Um, anyway, I don't know what you do. I, I would agree. There's got to be something a little bit deeper in terms of whatever position she held or whatever level of relationship she was in or he was in. Somebody's not happy because otherwise, you know, a, a consensual relationship is just that. Right. But the the fact that it doesn't get to the level of being fired also, also, you know, means it's somewhere in the gray area, you know? I mean, look, I, I guess what's going to happen is people will 
criticized whether it's Shams or Woj. Woj was incredibly vague, as, and I would completely agree that the, the pattern that Dan Byers talked about, same thing, right? Like, I'm reading the tweets, and I'm like, what could it be? Texting all my basketball friends, do you have any idea? Everybody's like, I don't know. I'm trying to find out, too. And then all of a sudden, Shams comes in from out of nowhere off top rope, and like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, but he's going to keep his job? That's a, that's a hard one. And then, like, what do you do? Like, if you're suspended as a basketball coach, what do you do for the season with, with this hanging over you? You just kind of sit it out? You sit at home? Like, suspended. And, and again, you're suspended by the organization. That means the organization doesn't want you around, doesn't want you around the team. So that, that element to it, it's, yeah. Yes, John. You talked about being an organizational thing, and my question would be, does it at all ever become a a NBA thing? Like, does it is it does the NBA just say, look, as long as you take care of it in your organization, it's your rules. We won't step in and do anything about it, or can it roll over into an NBA uh, deal where they ha- where they will put a foot down on something as well? I think this is church and state. I think what stays inside the church doesn't make it to the state. That'd be my my guess. Um, you know, now if it was between somebody who worked at the NBA offices, I guess. I mean, look, and, and we have no idea. And it's it's not, the, the crazy thing about it is what people take to on Twitter is they start going through like anything digital in terms of photos of women who work for the Boston Celtics and start, is that her? Is that her? Like that, it just sucks. Like if you're, you know, and even whoever's involved, like they are human beings, but somebody's feelings were definitely hurt here. Some and I'm I have no doubt that there's a violation of team policy, right? But the the big thing is with the team policy is when you're asked about it, you got to tell the truth. That's when you get yourself in trouble. It's when you're asked about it, if you go like, nah, nope, and then they find out about it, that's when it's that's when it's really hard. Now, if they if you you're asked about it, you deny it, and then they find out that you were doing a quid quo, a quid pro quo. Hey, if this happens, I'll take care of you. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, I mean, like, look, this now th- there is something to the fact that it's like, do you hold it against women in the workplace? I, I there, there's a there's another layer to it that's really interesting because there is a push, and I'm also we're not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that every woman, um, uh, who and or even every guy is heterosexual. So there, there are women who work in the league that guys can hit on them. They're not into guys. It doesn't even matter, right? So there's there's this, hey, well, now you're putting women on the bench and women in the locker room and whatever. Like, look, it's up to you as a guy to understand, like, this is the workspace in 2022. And, oh, yeah, by the way, some of these women, it doesn't matter. They're, they're not into they're not into you either. Many of them are not. Most of them, 99.9% are not. But it's a it's a just such a weird place and a weird story to be in. You know, that's that's the hard one. And then what I don't know how you determine if you suspend a guy the entire season, does he sit out and then does he come back in like nothing happened? I, you know, and then what does he do all year? I mean, I guess you you go and you tour other teams and you know, you do what fired coaches do and you keep yourself busy. This is a weird, especially for a guy who I'm, I just, I mean this people I know who know Ime love Ime. I, the, the Ime I know 
great dude. Now, good people can make mistakes. Good people can step out of relationships and can shoot themselves in the foot. Um, and I, I have no idea about any of the, the depths of the story. But it is, in fact, a sports story because it's going to affect the Boston Celtics, who just went to the NBA Finals. And the other part to it is he was the guy who could break through to some of these young players, whereas Brad Stevens, who was a brilliant basketball coach, apparently could not, no longer. Like, I, I think it's telling that Brad Stevens hasn't gone like, don't worry, I'll handle it, I'll step in, I'll coach for the year. Like, it feels like those guys don't want to play for Brad anymore. That's why they needed the fresh voice of Ime and what appears to be Joe Mazzula, who we think is going to get this job in the interim basis. Crazy, crazy story. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play with your amex card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus